Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Larry Bresner movie ever made. I'm Jeff Barry. And I'm Chris Derkach. Today we are covering Minute 56 of the Burbs, which begins with Art gasping for breath and ends with Ray trying to make small talk. We are once again joined by BJ Cramp from the Rock and or Roll Podcast. Hello there. Are you applauding? Yes. <laughs> I specifically said hold your applause to the end. <laughs> All right, so we're going to continue our week with BJ, and we're going to start to penetrate deeper into the, the Clopex house. Yeah. We, got, uh, we, got, we got inside people, and we got outside people. And from last week, it's, it's starting off really well. We have people inside <laughs> not talking, and when we last left Art, he was falling into the Clopex backyard. <laughs> <laughs> There's even an owl. Owl! Yeah. <laughs> so when we start with him, it's him tr- gasping for breath. And when he gets up, we get to see that Art is once again wearing a bowling shirt. How did he get so dirty? Like, <laughs> it looks like he fell into a mountain of dirt, like loose dirt. Well, I mean, if we're led to believe their backyard looks like their front yard, it's probably nothing but loose dirt. It's true. But he can, <laughs> he's got a cloud around him when he gets up. <laughs> <laughs> and and Ricky goes, did you make it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious. I don't know what he means. Yeah, make it, was, it where? Did he think he's still in the yard by then? Yeah. <laughs> what did he mean, or are you dead? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you survive? Did yeah. he think the laws of physics no longer applied? He's like, no, actually, I'm three blocks away. <laughs> so I'm going to have two quick questions here. One is, Art is inexplicably wearing, like, eye black all over his face. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I guess that's to blend in, but you're in your neighbor's backyard in broad daylight. <laughs> all, all the black on your face ain't gonna matter. No, maybe you're not he's planning. Go. Maybe he's planning on being there so long that it's gonna it's gonna get dark, and he's just prepared. <laughs> and he's just gonna fade into the trees. With his, his yellow collar on his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He wore this bowling shirt because it's black. And he's like, I'll wear a black bowling shirt, not realizing it's got, like, neon yellow on it. Does this one say his name on it? It sure does. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so then he asked for them to throw the tools over. And like all good helpers do, they rocket a pickaxe over, which oh, they crack him up. in the head. Yeah, they both start laughing when they hear him. <laughs> they were aiming um, for him. They were hoping they were going to get him. <laughs> I, I have a question for you. If I threw a pickaxe over the fence and hit you in the head, I think you'd be saying a bit more than Al. Yeah. <laughs> they did not care. They laughed so hard as soon as I hit them. Well, Ricky's a horrible person. I mean, we've already come to that conclusion. <laughs> and that's just the aperitif for this minute, because then it cuts back inside, where we finally get like kind of a, a long shot of the uh, the room. Yeah. And it looks like it was decorated by Vincent Price. <laughs> it's just all old-timey, and there's weird pictures everywhere. There's like a candelabra. It's very strange. Which, again, makes me think that I think this was just what the Naps house looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which means the Naps were strange, too. Yeah, like, unless the Clopex (laughs) – do the Clopex just bring all this weird crap around from place to place? (laughs) Did they carry junk around with them when they move? (laughs) Yeah, like, hey, uh, Uncle Ruben, make sure you put up that lamp with the little frills that hang off of it. Don't forget the fertility statue. Oh, God, yeah, that fertility (laughs) statue. (laughs) Make sure, you, yeah, make sure you put the fire extinguisher just in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, just and just put these boxes all around and open them up. Yeah, and hang up those dead plants. <laughs> hang up those dead plants. 
Yeah, so they have – it looks like a high school dance or a junior high school dance where everyone's just standing there. They're just yeah. sitting there staring at each other. Everyone's separated. Yeah, except for Rumsfeld who's off picking at the wallpaper. <laughs> well, how do you think it's wallpaper? <laughs> well, then he acts like – when he actually tears it off, he acts like, oh, oh, sh-. Like he didn't even realize he was doing it. Like it was just kind of a uh, nervous habit or something. <laughs> he pulls a lot of it off, too. He pulls it for a lot. It's not like he got his finger on it and then pulled it and the whole thing ripped off. He's picking at it for almost the entire minute. He's picking at it, picking at it, because it cuts back to um, Ray and Uncle Reuben, and then it cuts trying... to, to, the, to the ladies. Well, when it cuts to Ray and Uncle Reuben, it looks like they're both trying not to look at each other. Well, Ray's trying not to look at Reuben, but Reuben's looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, because after Mark rips it off, then he's trying to put it back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which at that point, I, I think you just got to take a loss there. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a solid like thirty seconds of silence in this minute. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this it's is. Just, there's not much going on besides Rumsfeld picking at the wallpaper. And just the evil eye that Brother Theodore has given Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it he just never staring, ends. He is staring a hole through Tom Hanks. <laughs> He stares at him yeah. so long that Tom Hanks, he just has to break down and start talking. Yeah. Sure was Dan today. That's what, yeah. what he opens with. Sure was Dan today. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty much how the minute ends because we don't get to Mrs. Rumsfeld's reply. <laughs> but I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like he just starts – he starts talking, but he, he – and he just is searching for a word, and the word he lands on is damp. Yeah. <laughs> but it was damp because we kept mentioning the streets were all wet every time they went in the streets. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. It's like they're in rainy season. Like everything's constantly wet outside. Like they live in the – they're in the – they're not Sahara. They're in the Amazon. <laughs> I just have written down on my notes, this is the most awkward living room I've ever seen. Between the furnishings and the people just staring at each other. <laughs> I'm trying to see what the picture is on the wall where Rumsfeld's picking at the wallpaper, but I can't tell. It what looks it is. like a uh, like either a pioneer or like a Minuteman or something. Yeah, that's like, I thought like a soldier or something. But it's like from like the 1800s. Yeah, it's like somebody in an odd uniform with a weird hat on, right? Isn't that what yeah. it is? It's like a really long gun, like a musket or something. Right, right. Tell you, it looks like the uh, looks like the mascot from my high school. <laughs> we, were the, we were the pioneers. That's what it looked like. Really? Um, I'm not sure what it looks like now. They, they may have changed it, but our, it was like a dude in a pioneer outfit with a gun. Huh? I feel, no, like, that's I feel like they may have changed that. Since I'm they did. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you know how they changed a bunch of like Native American ones because they're like, whoa, this is super racist. Yeah. That's when they need to change. They're like, um, I don't think it's a great look for our our mascot to have have a weapon. No, not when all the school shootings that happen. They get rid of that weapon. That's like when they, ch- they had to change the name of the Washington Bullets. <laughs> They're like, we, this is not cool. <laughs> Apparently Washington just has a rough time with team names. <laughs> they, they still have the Redskins down there. They're still Redskins. Yeah, they haven't changed it yet. But don't worry, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll make it something. I just, I hope they change it because I hate the Redskins. I hope they change it to something just awful that they have to live with. Like, don't make it like Washington native. Don't even have anything to do with it. I want them to change to an animal, like a terrible one, like the Washington the, unicorns. The turtles. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington flying fish. <laughs> All right. Now, I would love to tell you that a lot happens this minute, but I would be lying. So we're going to we're gonna swing over and talk about Larry Bresner. All right, Chris, this is the part of the show where you tell me who Larry Bresner is. He's a painter who painted those pictures on the wall. Oh, so close. He's the producer. 
<laughs> and by so close, I mean you were way off. <laughs> Not even in the ballpark. Yeah. Larry Bresner, as his name implies, was born in the Bronx. <laughs> he passed away last year. Uh, I originally picked him because so I'm like, he's a producer. He's going to have a great – because producers always have awesome credits because they just throw their name on anything. And then I picked the one guy who didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about him anyway just to laugh at him. He produced a bunch of uh, Billy Crystal comedy hours, not like stand-up specials. Apparently there was a show called the Billy Crystal Comedy Hour. Really? He was executive producer on a show called Good Time Harry, a TV movie called The Acorn People. <laughs> um, he did executive produce Robin Williams and Evening at the Met, which was a good stand-up. Um, he did he executive produced the 11th annual Young Comedian special. Listen, I, I know it's really knocking you down. Finally, okay, here we go. We're going to get to some movies you might have heard of. He was the producer of Throw Mama from the Train, um, Good Morning Vietnam, and then he did The Burbs, and the, the, he did Passed Away, which I've never heard of, The Vanishing, which I guess is the remake. Is that the Kiefer Sutherland movie? Yes, it is. Oh, God, I've seen too many movies. Um, oh, my God, he was a producer on Clifford. Is that the Martin Short movie? Where oh, he's, no. Where he's a little kid? Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I was thinking it was Clifford the Big Red Dog. But... I would rather watch an hour and a half long Clifford the Big Red Dog. I was going to say Clifford the Big Red Dog in that movie. <laughs> he plays a child. Yeah, he plays a little kid. I like Martin Short, but man, he's in some bad movies. Yeah. Um, he produced Krippendorf's Tribe, which I've also seen. It has, um, what's his face in it from Jaws? Uh, oh, God, help me out. Dreyfus? Richard Dreyfus? Richard Dreyfus, yeah. <laughs> You were like, I guess I'll pick the one that's still alive. Yeah, I was trying to, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because it seemed like it's a more recent movie than... It was 98. It wasn't that recent. I mean, I guess Shia yeah. was probably still alive, but I think uh, What's-His-Face was dead already. Robert Shaw. Um, <laughs> and then he produced, in 2001, the Academy Award-winning Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> With Tom Green? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that, folks? 2001. Um, for everyone out there, if he wasn't around back then, Tom Green was a comedian who was famous for, like, 18 months. Yeah, for, like, um, animals on the side of the road and stuff. Um, <laughs> this is a little bit different situation, but, like, kind of like how, I mean, he's still famous, but Sasha Baron Cohen was, like, super famous for, like, 18 months yeah. after Borat came out. Now, he's still famous, and he's still a really good actor, but he was, like, mega famous for, like, 18 months. And then he made another movie, and people were like, oh, you know what, he's still funny, but it's not as funny as that last movie. Bresner, he produced Little Britain, USA. Don't know what that is. He produced Arthur, the remake. Ugh. Oh, boy. Ugh. I loved Arthur, too. And Arthur, too. On the rocks. But uh, the new Arthur, I think I got through about a half hour of it. I never even tried. I was like, listen, I'll wait around long enough to see if Helen Mirren can save this garbage. She couldn't. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> I didn't hang around long enough to see if Helen Mirren got naked, though. So. <laughs> and no, she... I'm pretty sure she didn't. Okay. <laughs> His last two producing credits are Ride Along and Ride Along 2, which that's awesome that he's the Ride Along 2 producer in 2016 since he died in 2015. <laughs> you got to love those posthumous credits. Wow, yeah. The money keeps flowing to your family. Producing from the grave. Yeah. So on IMDb, the four things he's most known for are Good Money Vietnam, The Burbs, Ride Along, and Freddy Got Fingered. Ugh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ride Along and Ride Along 2. Oh, I mean, that, they should change that just for him. Freddy Got Fingered. Is that the one where he gets bit by the snake? Because I think that's the only part I remember from no, that. No, that's um, Road Trip. 
That's a road trip. Okay, so I don't remember anything from that movie then. No, I I, I don't remember anything about it. Does, does he does he have does he milk a cow or something in it? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> I remember that show. He would just find like dead animals and lay on top of them and on the side of the road. Remember his Tom Green show? Yeah, I can honestly say this. I'd never. You know how sometimes you get on a fad and look later on you gotta apologize for it. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. I never was in that one. <laughs> like, the, like maybe at some point you'd like the show Punked. Like if and then you should just you should apologize for that. <laughs> I mean you know you get involved you just like something for a while and then later on you look back and you're like why did I watch that or why was that a thing? Like you got really into Survivor for like two years. <laughs> then you were like oh I'm watching this. <laughs> What I remember Tom Green doing is going to his parents' house in the middle of the night and just scaring the shit out of them and waking them up in the <laughs> middle of the night. <laughs> like turning a spotlight on, it's screaming really loud <laughs> in their bedroom. See, the that's was, It is funny. The problem was he would have like a half-hour show, but there would only be like three minutes of funny parts in it. Right, and yeah. Was with him, it would be like him goofily staring at the camera. Oh, and then he got testicular cancer and made a whole show out of that too, I remember. yeah. Which, I mean, is a good thing, and, like, it, I mean, that's good to do stuff like that, but, yeah, he still wasn't that funny. I remember he was dating Drew Barrymore. I do remember that. I remember that. They were even married, maybe, right? Were they, maybe they were. I don't know. In Hollywood, there's so many marriages, and they all last six months. Cause I remember that, you know what it was? It must have been around September 11th, because I guess she was hosting Saturday Night Live, like, a couple weeks later, and he showed up in a gas mask. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> because they're like, no, it's all safe. We're all good, right, honey? And it cuts to the crowd, and he's wearing a gas mask. <laughs> so at least it was a bit. <laughs> I'll give him that much. Right, still. Yeah. Too soon. Too, too tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> all right, does anybody have anything else for this minute that has 40 seconds of silence in it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Considering half my notes were about the wallpaper. I had like, yeah, I had like four sentences of notes for this one, so. All right. So, if you want to find us, we're on the internet. You may have heard of it. You can uh, find us on Twitter or at, uh, on our Facebook. You can leave us a message in either place. You can uh, email us at theburbsminute at gmail.com. I almost couldn't remember the name of that. Uh, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Uh, BJ, why don't you tell them where you're at? Uh, if you just Google Rock and or Roll or go on iTunes and search Rock and or Roll, you'll find my podcast. There's a blog page for it, and, uh, you know, it's available wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we'll plug a couple of the other Movies by Minute podcasts. Just so everybody knows, this was all started by the Star Wars Minute guys. So if you love Minute podcasts, you can thank them. If you hate this format, it's their fault. <laughs> so we're going to go through the second row of Movies by Minutes this minute. Um, Gutterballs, The Big Lebowski Minute, Alien Minute, The Cast Next Door, which is about the boy next door, As If, The Clueless Podcast, Assembling the Avengers, and The Airport Minute. I have so many Minute Podcasts to watch. To listen to. <laughs> I, had an, I had an idea. I was just thinking it would be hilarious to do the Star Wars Minute Minute Podcast and talk about each minute of the Star Wars Minute. <laughs> <laughs> each minute of the Minute Podcast. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> That's so meta, my brain exploded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I might have to write to those guys and be like, like I'll wait. I feel like I'll wait till April. And April first, I'll send it to them. I'm like, hey, do you guys mind if I start a Star Wars minute? Minute. <laughs> I'm gonna start with your first podcast, and I'm gonna review it. <laughs> <laughs> minute by minute. Yeah. You know what the worst part is? They would think it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, you go right ahead and do that. <laughs> All right. I don't have anything else. Uh, so hey. um. 
five seconds of dead silence. <laughs> and, uh, stay just safe, brother man. theodore staring in yeah. that. <laughs> i don't i don't know how to articulate uh five seconds of a deathly stare <laughs> all right anyway stay safe neighbors <laughs>